Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, I want to play you a clip from a video I recently released on my YouTube. It's titled How to Make More Money. So if this is a topic you're curious about, strap in and get ready to rock because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps Big Change. Today's song is titled Walking in Seoul by RMZ. And this is your standard dancey, melodic song, but it puts me in a good mood. And that's why I'm featuring it today. So if you want to find this track and the other tracks used on the show, head over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Greg Clunas to see a playlist of them. Uh, while you're there, be sure to hit subscribe. to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to share a clip with you from a recent video I released on YouTube. It's titled, How to Make More Money, and in the video, I talk about the three methods of earning dollars, non-leveraged, leveraged, and hyper-leveraged, or otherwise known as passive If you look at the portfolios of the top earners in the world, this is kind of how it breaks down. And so if you've ever asked yourself, how can you get out of the rat race? How can you stop living paycheck to paycheck? And how can you get ahead on some of those debts that you have? This is probably how you should be thinking about it. Now, I'm sharing this because it's the process and and framework that I've used over the last year to allow myself to to be in a better position than I was at the beginning of the year. Now, I'm by no means earning six figures or a million or anything like that, but on a small scale, this framework has worked for me and I plan on doubling down on that. And, And so I think it'll help you as well. Uh, Before we jump in, I want to remind you, this is from a video that I released on my YouTube channel. Um, If you'd like to hear or watch the full video, head over to my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. While you're there, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Be sure to share the video. Uh, YouTube is going to be a big focus of mine in 2017. And so your early support is greatly appreciated. All right. So without further ado, This is how to make more money. 
if you look online to find financial advice, you'll hear and see similar things. Keep your expenses low and your income high. And the difference between those two equals more money in your pocket. But here's the thing. Making more money is difficult. I know, shocker, right? Most of us earn our money through one approach to revenue, and that is non-leveraged income. But there are two other ways of making money that most of us never get the opportunity to even try. Because one, most of us don't know about it, and two, the ones who do know about it aren't earning enough in non-leverage to be able to even try it. So what are those two other ways of doing it? Well, I don't know the scientific names for them, and so I've come up with my own names, but I'm gonna tell you something that I've tried over the past year that I've seen some success with. Not much, I'll make that very clear. I'm not making a million dollars here, I'm not making even six figures, but it is something that has worked for me, and I wanna share the thought process and the framework with you so that maybe it can work for you as well. It's also something that I'm doubling down on, that I'm trying to do even more and consider even more because I do think that it is a path to six, seven, eight, nine figures. So what are those two other types of income? Well, first, let's talk about the three types of income. So as I mentioned before, we all have non-leveraged income. That is your salaried job, your hourly job the type of money you make as a direct result to the amount of time you spend. So if you work nine to five, that is a non-leveraged source of revenue. You need to be there from at least nine to five, and in most jobs it's nine to six or seven or, or whatever the time works out to be. You need to be there for that period of time, and you need to be working for that period of time in order to make your salary. If you work an hourly job, you need to be there at whatever time you're scheduled week to week in order to make your paycheck. That's how non-leveraged works. And obviously the issue there is that it's not leveraged. We all have a cap on the amount of time we can spend. So even if we were to not sleep, not eat, not socialize, even if we did basically the impossible, we would still be capped out at 24 hours every single day, which means there would always be a cap on how much we can earn. But there are two other types of income, and this is where real earning potential comes from. So the second type is what I call leveraged income. And this is the type of money that you earn, not as a direct result of the hours you spend, but as a result of what you have to leverage. So if you have dollars that you're earning from your non-leverage and you keep your cost of living below whatever it is you're earning, that difference is now money you can use towards creating leveraged income. And this comes in the form of uh, creating a service-based business and outsourcing the majority of the production work to somebody that can do it really well. You know, your boss is using you to create leveraged income for themselves. And so you need to now do that with your own thing. You need to start a business building websites and outsource the web design portion of that business to somebody who can f focus purely on that while you drive sales. You need to use the dollars you earn to drive ads to that web design business. You need to uh, start a logo business and outsource logo design to a designer that can handle the production while you drive sales. That's an example of leveraged income. And so then that gives you a little bit more earning potential because 
the time you spend in that business isn't directly related to what you can pay yourself. You can essentially pay yourself the difference between the revenue you generate, so the total money that you generate in that business, minus the costs of producing that service, so the person you have to pay, minus some other costs, some administrative and uh, costs of acquiring a customer and all of those things that you need to consider, that leftover chunk, that can go into your pocket. Even if you didn't do 20 hours worth of work, you could theoretically make the amount that you would earn for 20 hours in your current job. And that's leveraged income. You're leveraging the time that other people have because you no longer have any, because you're spending all of it on your non-leveraged. Uh, you're leveraging the dollars that you have and you're create, putting those two resources together to create a system that drives dollars into your pocket. And then from there, the third group is what I call passive income. Now, quick disclaimer, there's no such thing as actual passive income. That is a ridiculous statement. But there is essentially hyper leverage. That, that's what passive comes down to, is it's the same as leveraged income, but it's put on overdrive. So this is taking your dollars and putting it into an uh, investment account. So your 401k, your IRA, uh, any stock trades that you might look into. This is taking your money and putting it somewhere that will allow it to grow over time. This is uh, putting in a little bit of time up front to create something that drives sales for a product, a, a digital product that you don't have to worry about uh, delivery because there are systems that can take care of that. You don't have to worry about creating the product every single time because once you do it, it's done. This is selling affiliate marketing. So partnering with a company and having them pay you X percentage of a sale when you drive a sale to them and then using content or some sort of hands-off approach to selling that affiliate product. This is hyper-leveraged income. And that's really the goal that we're all trying to get to is that point where you can earn money that's completely not related to the hours you spend at all. Money in your sleep is what all the scam artists talk about. So that's the type of income that they're referring to when they say passive income, when they say earn money while you sleep, that sort of thing. So then how do you do this? Because most of us don't know about these other two sources. Most of us don't realize that you can make money through leveraged methods. Most of us don't realize that you can make money through hyper-leveraged or passive methods. We're all stuck here in this first step. We're all stuck in non-leveraged. We earn dollars for the time we put in. We are driving somebody else's leveraged machine. So how do we get from there to having a financial portfolio that is a good spread of all three? Because that's the secret. The secret isn't to earn money from any one of these sources. It's to combine them, to have a spread in our portfolio. So how do we get there? Well, it's simple but it's hard as hell. So what do I mean by that? It's simple, but it is hard as hell. What do I mean by that? When I say it's simple, I mean that there's a framework we can follow. There's a system we can use as a basis for our actions. And that will allow us to very easily and very quickly get three different sources of income spread across these three different types. 
But it is hard as hell because it requires a significant amount of work. It requires a significant amount of knowledge. You're going to have to learn things that you don't currently know. You're going to have to learn to use systems that you probably haven't even heard of. And you're going to have to put yourself into a place that's uncomfortable. That's how growth happens. And financial growth is no different. So what is that framework? What is that system? Well, I can't speak as a millionaire because I'm not one. I can't speak as someone earning six figures because I'm not one. But I can speak as someone who earns all of his income on his own. I can speak as someone who has been self-employed now for a year and is still alive and making just about the same amount as I did when I worked a full-time job. So this is the framework that I've used. This is how I've thought about my financial portfolio. And this is, how, this is the system I'm going to be doubling down into. So here's how it works. First, you have the non-leveraged income. And your job here is to maximize the amount that you can make given the hours that you have and the effort that you're able to put in and your personal cap on energy and attention and all of those things. You need to maximize this area. And so... Number one, having a job is a good thing. There's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that say, oh, if you have a job, shut up. Just, just stop. Just stop. Having a job is a good thing because it already puts you in a place to maximize that non-leveraged income. And we all need that to move into the other places. So if you want to gain any kind of wealth and financial stability, you need to consider having a job. It's that simple. So find a job that allows you to earn whatever base amount you need. So figure out what your costs every month is. Try to figure out how you can lower that as much as possible because you're going to need that difference. And then find a job that matches that. From there, you then need to look at the available hours each week, the available energy each week, and find other opportunities. So this can be freelancing. This can be uh, using different services like Fiverr or, or whatever the case. Just find different opportunities to maximize that even more. For me, that has been doing consulting work on the side. Uh, for Rachel, she's doing tutoring. So just maximize the available hours that you still have outside of that first sort of uh, tier of having a job. So that's the first step. Maximize your non-leveraged income. Get to your absolute cap where you can no longer put anything else in. Once you're there and you've kept your costs each month low, you now have a gap. And that's what's going to allow you to move into the, the second stage. You need that gap between how much you earn and how much you spend. It's not enough to just have the gap, though, because now you need to leverage it. So you have some finances. Maybe that's 200. Maybe that's 300. Maybe that's 400. You have a comfortable level of, of being able to pay your bills every month, being able to eat every month and not having to worry about where uh, like things are going to come from, where rent's going to come from. Like You need to get to that point first, but once you're there, Create a little bit of a gap, and it can be very small. It can be 250, it can be 100, it could be 200, whatever it is, just very small gap. Take those dollars and put it into slowly building out a leveraged income model. Find a service, find something that you can sell, something that is in demand that you can sell, and then find somebody who can produce that thing. Charge your service based on a higher price than what you're able to get it produced for. And then take that difference and that's your leveraged income. 
Now, it's a little bit simplified. There's a lot of other things to consider. But for the purposes of this video, take those dollars you earned in non-leveraged, put them towards building some sort of system where you have somebody that you're paying to, to do a little bit of production work and you're driving sales to that service and you're taking the difference between those two, the cost of production or the, the cost of the product to the end customer minus the cost of production for you. That's your leveraged income. That's your leveraged revenue, let's call it. Now you have two sources because the beauty of leveraged is that it doesn't require that many more hours from you. You know, it's not another nine to five. And there, again, will be plenty of entrepreneurs out there saying, hey, you need to, you know, hustle and put all your time into this and do this and do that. And it's like, listen, that works for them and their business. That's something they're passionate about. That's phenomenal. Build that, do their thing. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about building a business that you're massively in love with and want to change the world with. I'm talking about your finances. How do you go from where you currently are struggling month to month in debt, all of those things, to earning more in your non-leverage, using that difference, that gap, to create some leveraged income that boosts your overall earning potential. So now you're earning even more than what you were before, and now the gap gets bigger, and then taking that gap, that financial gap, those dollars that aren't currently being used, and putting it towards some passive stuff, so investments, so uh, affiliate marketing, so uh, creating systems that just drive more sales and more sales and more revenue and more revenue and more income and more income. And that all goes into your pocket and allows you the safety net required to actually enjoy your life, to actually not stress month to month about where money is coming from, for, about where your rent is going to come from, about how you're going to pay off your debt. Now, again, there are so many minor things that you're going to have to learn in this process. Like, I can't stand here and tell you all of it. It's just something you have to start doing. But this framework works. It's something I've done. I've seen the benefits of it. You know, for me, my non-leveraged income for the longest time was services, doing podcast production, doing coaching, doing consulting. Like, that's where my income came from. That, that's exactly what it is right now. That's my non-leveraged over the last year, some of my leverage sources have been selling a course, have been uh, selling web design that I'm outsourcing to somebody else, have been selling logo design that I'm outsourcing to somebody else, have been uh, selling podcast sponsorships because I have an audience there and so I'm leveraging the attention of that audience to get a podcast sponsorship that pays me $120 for a 30 to 60 second ad read. This works. Now, I haven't gotten to the point where I can get to hyper leverage but that's just because i've been lazy but that's not because the system doesn't work the system works the framework works it doesn't mean everyone can do it because not everyone is going to be comfortable enough and intelligent enough and talented enough and all the things that you need in order to be able to do this effectively but it is possible in this system this framework works this is what everyone does if you look at the income of the top performers in the world, the people we all consider wealthy, if you look at their income statements, this is how it breaks down. Now for them, a lot of their income might actually be coming from those second two sources, but they got there because they maximized the first source and they kept their costs as low as possible. And that's something you can control.
Hey, Greg Clunas here. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode, the YouTube clip, uh, episode 139 on the podcast. Uh, So here's what happens next. If you'd like to get more videos like this, head over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Greg Clunas, and hit the subscribe button. I'm going to be releasing at least once or twice a week there. Um, And I want to invite you to join us in the private Facebook group. Uh, This is where you can submit topic ideas either for the podcast or for YouTube or for Snapchat or wherever I'm creating content. Uh, And you can find that by heading to mytinyleaps.com slash community. And um, finally, I want to remind you to leave a rating, a review, and to subscribe here on the podcast because that's how you're going to get new content delivered directly to your favorite listening device, um, whether that's in your car, your phone, your computer, you know, wherever it is. Uh, So hit the subscribe button here, hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And until the next episode, I want to remind you that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day, every day.